You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 77, The Fall Checklist. Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, Neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Steve, today we are talking about the fall checklist. Yes. Uh, well, it's pretty much winter here. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't snowing. feel like fall. We just skip over fall. Yeah. <laughs> um, the eight months of winter you tease about, I, I always laugh at, but I think you're pretty pretty spot on. We, like you said, we went from pretty much summer to winter, freezing yeah. temperatures, what yep. was it last night? Negative nine. Exacto mundo. So freezing. Yeah. So for the rest of the of our listeners, they probably don't live in the tundra. So exactly. <laughs> exactly. They're probably getting ready for Halloween in the fall and enjoying decent temperatures. Well, yeah, but we will still talk about the fall checklist yes, because others are not living <laughs> in the tundra that we call Wyoming. So let's get down and talk about the fall checklist. So a lot of people, I'm sure, wonder when exactly. Should they do the things that are on the fall checklist? So we've, you know, we've talked about this before. Obviously, this is, is this probably our second year of mm-hmm. doing the fall checklist? Yep. So kind of crazy. But anyhow, you know, I always say pick, just pick something that you're always going to remember. If it's daylight savings time or the first weekend after Halloween or it's your brother's birthday or like last week was my dad's birthday. So you say, okay, the weekend after my dad's birthday or whatever, that's when we'll do it. And so I guess what I'm saying is just pick a, a certain time stamp that's familiar with you guys and, and what time of year that works. For us, we were doing all this stuff, what, probably three weeks ago? Yeah. So for us, obviously, we have to do it a little bit earlier. But just pick something that's easy to remember and you go, okay, yeah, we've got to get this this taken care of. Absolutely. So find a, create a ritual around it. It always right. happens around this time or on this date or... Right. Yeah. Right. You know, just like, 
Well, it sounds crazy. We have it coming up, but you have Black Friday, and everybody knows that's the day after Thanksgiving. So, yeah, if you have something that just, like you said, create a ritual around it, and it is what it is. Awesome. Well, typically, how long does it take to complete the fall checklist? Because I know a lot of people want to know, okay, I've got to do this thing every year. How long does it take me to do it? A lot of it depends on how well you've maintained your home. Um, you know, we've talked about winterizing homes, um, you know, doing quick little inspections. And if, if you, if you, let's just say you, you maintain your home like the typical person does, if that makes sense. <laughs> so meaning you're not probably as, um, I don't want to use the wrong word here, but I was going to say as anal as me about making sure everything's taken care of. If you if it's someone like that, you know, it doesn't take us very long to take care of the checklist. Yeah. Now, we don't have sprinklers we have to blow out. So, so there's certain things, you know, every home is going to be different. If you have sprinklers you need to blow out, if you're going to blow them out, that's going to take a while. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember, you know, when we had sprinklers, it would take hours to do. Now that we don't, it doesn't matter. Now, if you're paying somebody to do it, you don't need to really worry about it. So the typical person, say you don't have to blow out your sprinklers, it literally would take you maybe an hour to take care of it. A lot less if you make your kids get off their devices (laughs) and and do it. That's a very, you know, you call them gophers for a reason. Go for this, go for that. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I know growing up, you know, I was the oldest boy in the family, and you know, I was the first one to get the driver's license. But anyhow, you know, all all the chores, you know, and, and it's funny because you realize this is an adult because you do it to your same or, or to your children. You can't wait till they're sixteen and they can drive people around. You can't wait till they're old enough to go get you a soda out of the fridge. You can't wait till they can vacuum. So, so yeah, if you if you get your kids to help you out, it, it really won't take that long. And obviously, the whole purpose of this this is the toxic mold podcast is so that it's maintaining your home. But on the, on the other hand, we want to make sure you're not going to miss something and have a frozen water pipe and have a major, major issue down the road. Absolutely. So what are the most important things that people need to check? So we have, um, you know, I have an actual checklist and I don't recall, is this, can does, can people sign up for this on the website? Nope. I never can remember. No, no we, we had originally planned <laughs> to make it a, a freebie that we offer, but no, it is not a sign okay. up currently. Well, like on our Facebook page. But you send it out via email. Remember, you do send it out in your email. So if they're subscribed to the email list, they will get an email that gives them all the right, things. Right, right. And it's not like this list I have in front of me, yeah. but it's a... It's more of a list, you know, and it, it, it starts with obviously the exterior, making sure, you know, you unplug your hoses. Um, you know, that's probably as far as something outside that can really cause problems down the road is a, a, a hose spigot is what I call it, but a hose bib, the faucet, whatever you want to call it, the hydrant outside. Make sure that that hose is unhooked because okay. what can happen is... Most people think, well, if the water's turned off, what's it going to hurt, right? Yeah. I mean, that sounds logical to me. But if the hose is hooked up and there's still water in there, when the water freezes, it's going to expand. Yeah, and it's pipe frozen. Yep. Pipe bursts. Yep. Yeah. And so, you know, if you have a crawl space and you, you, it's just a minor leak, you're not going to notice that problem probably till there's a major mold problem in the basement. So, So as far as what's... To me, that's most important is stuff like 
like your hose bibs. Um, people that live in the tundra, like we do, <laughs> use heat tape. Um, they'll use, uh, you know, maybe heat tape on their main water line where it comes in in their crawl space, mm-hmm. where it comes out of the ground. Uh, make sure you're plugging that in. If you're using heat tape on the eaves of your house for, for ice buildup, yeah. make sure you do that. Um, you know, whatever whatever things like that that you have to use, make sure you plug all those in. And, of course, that's everything on the exterior. As far as the interior, and one thing on the exterior we kind of touched on earlier is your sprinklers. Make sure those are blown out. You don't blow out your sprinklers. I don't remember last time I even had a sprinkler system done or was involved in it, but I, I, I would imagine they're probably six, seven grand, wouldn't you think? I would think so. I have no idea, but I would think they'd be expensive. Yeah, they're yeah. not... They're not cheap, and a lot of them claim to be self-draining, which I don't really trust. But make sure you get those blown out because the last thing you want next spring is you go to turn on your sprinklers, and all of a sudden you got geysers because the pipes froze up. So, so do remember that on the exterior. As far as the interior, some of the most important things, you know, like I said, it doesn't really pertain to mold. This is just maintaining your home. It's things like your smoke detectors and your CO detectors. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you're someone that has, you can buy, you know, you can buy a, uh, a plug-in, like mm-hmm. a 110, uh, carbon monoxide detector. You can do the same thing with radon. They have radon detectors like that. So if you have stuff like that, make sure you check the batteries and all that. Make sure everything's good, good to go there. Other things on the in- interior of the home that we always talk about, like just do a quick walkthrough and look like, look around your water heater. Mm-hmm. Make sure nothing's leaking. Look underneath the sinks. Make sure, you know, there's not a, a slow leak um, under one of the sinks. Um, you know, bathrooms, just check around the, the bathtubs and make sure the kids aren't splashing or the toilet's leaking and stuff like that. Awesome. So for people who are listening to that, and they're going, oh, that's a lot of stuff to do and I'm not handy at all. Can Can the fall checklist be, can you hire somebody to do that? What do you think about that? Yes, you can. I think we talked about this when we were talking about winterizing your home, mm-hmm. if you have like a second home. And you could. I don't, I mean, we don't do handyman work, but I know, you know, our rates are obviously quite a bit higher than handyman, but I would imagine you're going to have to pay a handyman probably $80, $90 an hour, wouldn't you think? Probably. Somewhere in there. And they probably are going to charge you a two-hour minimum, so let's just say for 200 bucks, I don't know. I that's a steak and lobster meal. So, yeah. so you can. And, and you know, the, the purpose of these podcasts is so that our listeners can do things without having to hire professionals. You know, it's no different than the courses we create. Um, so they could hire somebody. But, you know, let's just say it's someone that's, you know, you're older. You're um, not as agile as you used to be. Call one of your grandkids, you know. Tell them to come listen to this podcast because that's what we're promoting on this podcast is you know, invite people to come listen to it. But yeah, it's definitely something you could pay someone for, but I don't know. It's it, To me, it would seem a little bit odd. Yeah. But the, you view things in a little different <laughs> I than I do. do. So. And I'm, sh- I'm sure you can find ways to learn how to do these things. Um, and especially if they're on the email list, let's say you do go through and send out more detailed emails that walk them through a Correct. lot of these different things. Yes. Yeah. And it's, you know, like I said, the whole point of it is so that our listeners can't do it. And, you know, when, when you're, once again, when you're doing all of this, just there's simple things that you can be looking for. You know, we talk about 
obviously mold a lot, but what causes mold? Well, water, moisture. Moisture. Well, one of the other things, so I tell my clients this all the time, the most destructive thing to a home is moisture. And it's because of mold and structural reasons. Mm -hmm. So when you're walking through the house and doing your fall checklist, be looking at cracks and you go, oh, that crack's always there over that door. Make sure it's not getting any bigger. Um, I'm, sh- I'm sure you've probably noticed this lately. Do you notice some of our doors that we're rubbing all summer aren't, aren't rubbing anymore? Yeah. And that's because of the freeze-thaw effect. Yeah. So, you know, and, and it's not always freeze-thaw, but that's that's wood, too, and humidity. Mm-hmm. And so that wood will expand and then shrink. So, But check for things, simple things like that while you're just walking through the house doing your checklist. Awesome. So what is your call to action for folks? Uh, take just 10 minutes. I know you, not everybody might have, you know, might not have an hour right now, but just take 10 minutes, 10 minutes outside, 10 minutes inside. Go outside, walk around the perimeter of your home, make sure there's no broken windows, missing shingles, holes in the siding, hose bibs are not attached, and then go in the house, do the same thing. Just walk around, look at cracks, look for water stains, look under your sinks, mechanical room, and it could, you might catch something that'll save you thousands of dollars down the road, whether it's a just a a repair or if it's mold mitigation. Awesome. So that's it. 10 minutes, just 10 minutes outside, 10 minutes inside. Could save you thousands of dollars. That's all anybody needs to hear. Yep. And if you, uh, we, we we have quite a a good following going on with our podcast. So, and we appreciate all these listeners. So if you know anybody that can benefit from this, send them to iTunes or SoundCloud. That's right. And it's the toxic mold podcast. So thank you to all of our listeners that, uh, that are following us. Awesome. Thank you so much. And please subscribe, leave a review, share it with your friends. All right, everybody. We'll catch you on the next episode. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.